This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. And just turn off the fan. Enough applause, fan. Enough. Uh, topic. The topic is an education. And I, I just sort of had this moment. I was on. I was on the twit. I was on the. Uh, the Twitter machine, and had had some great um, engagement interaction um, this morning, and the education. Ah, my my tortillas are have popped out of the um, toaster. Wow, so you can't do that, sacrilege! No, oh no, no. <laughs> Okay, so an education. Uh, uh, I have, I have an education, but I have uh, an an awkward education. I have also an alternate education, and so it gives. I think <laughs> there there is an alternate perspective, definitely. Um, but my my you know, so so that we're talking about writing. We're talking about. Uh, we're talking about uh, the mind and writing, and with with this strange education, I'm I'm looking at the education that was supposed to have been, and the education that could have been, and and sort of juggling that and what that means to the narrative. Um, my narrative, our narrative, your narrative, and uh, with with in regards to writing. Uh, so, so the education that I was supposed to have was one of going into the school. Um, say, let's start at kindergarten. I can't remember if I had preschool. There was definitely um, kindergarten, and. Uh, and two, there was there was this episode where I was uh, I was taken to a Sunday school, and the person the person teaching it had had some kind of problem, and and they were being um, it was inappropriate behavior. Um, they had some kind of weird meltdown and and were yelling about blood and and uh, I I was just terrified traumatized I don't know I don't think traumatized but just really upset and confused and refused to go back and that's impressive <laughs> you could as a, as a kid as a little kid right you could say absolutely not you know that there's something wrong with that person who's who's doing the uh, Sunday school <clears throat> uh, prior to that my education was um, what would it be counterculture that would be the a polite, polite way to describe it, um, but but also the the various shading uh, of that, the various difficulties within that. Within that, the education that was to be was um, let's see the the Canadian curriculum, the Vancouver curriculum. Uh, we're getting mostly English. We're not getting uh, as much French as we could. There are immersion schools in Vancouver, so you can. You can go and get full-on French, uh, and then, you know, your kids when they when they leave the school, you know, say that they could go back to the English home, English-speaking home. And, and there is this noticeable absence, and split, um, the kids who are going for, or I should say, the families that are going for this, the the bilingual that that there's a leg up. Uh, if you can speak a couple languages, then there's more opportunities. What? I know, yeah. Uh, but say, because, uh, say, getting a government job or something like that. And, but but even there, there's this sort of, I, I have this question of opportunities. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, oh, your dream job? No, 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 no. Just, you know, stable income, etc. Purpose? <laughs> Purposeful? purposeful uh, income education 
so what is it the the foundations of um of the line of the language of the uh the mother tongue and let's see what else yeah sort of you say the rudiments and then building on those and in in contrast i i watched my siblings gaining an education like say the you know the pre-education um and, and and I'm pretty sure that I wasn't getting that, you know, the quality, the attention. There were a lot of distractions in, in my situation uh, versus theirs. With theirs, it, it ha there has this feeling of greater sort of concentration and focus. Of course, of course. Young parents are doing young things. Uh, so... We were moving, we moved uh, a number of times. We're still in what is called the Lower Mainland, which most people outside would just call Vancouver. It's kind of like the, you know, a, a number of small cities that sort of are just, you know, gathered together under one name. Um, so, so I was learning about stuff, but I also had this, incredible bias because I was being told um, I would I would come home and I would say things that were happening at school and then I would get this the contrary argument and um, it was everything everything was there was this contrast and unfortunately I would bring that back into the classroom and that didn't go well and uh, it just sort of furthered the silence. You know, if I raised my hand and said, oh, you know, well, what about this alternate perspective? Uh, an example would be uh, the biologists that my parents hung out with, these sort of hippie biologists, not just biologists, right? But, you know, these, you know, freaks, freaks of nature and uh, freaks for nature, freaks of nature. And so I, w I would be getting this information that was, it, it was like sort of this caustic um, response. And what are the examples? So to, and to imagine yourself as a young teenager getting this, maybe you had this as well, I don't know. But I, I had acquaintances, I won't call them friends, because I, I wasn't allowed to get close to them uh, because of uh, what my, my parents were involved in. Uh, so, an, an example of biology would be, uh, the, the wolf hunts would be on in, in, um, Canada, I think in British Columbia too. And, and so, uh, you know, people would be going out in helicopters and shooting wolves and say that this, it would be coming up in class. We were taught, you know, or something like say they would be doing sex education and the biologist friends would, you know, outside of the school would be responding to this. And if I dared mention, if I brought something up, then there would be this, you know, countercultural response. What was it? Oh, the wolf hunts don't work because the wolves go into a breeding frenzy. And so you end up with even more wolves, right? That that, that was this contrary response. Great on the playing field for adults and that's invited it like say when i went into university finally I, I did find a lot of invitation to thinking whereas uh earlier on no it, it's you know you're learning by rote you're supposed to listen to the particular you know people who choose to to be instructors and uh some of them quite odd. Um, I'm just remembering the. Um, I think it was. I think it might have been a history teacher. Uh, but he came in one day covered in bruises, and uh, he he, you know, he was always this. Um, we were getting heavy, heavy stuff, and we were not getting the, um, getting sort of the balance with it my my favorite reference to this teacher is like you know it comes in with all these bruises and then we're learning that there was this class 
with uh, and to this is an older guy and he said he was playing rugby and and uh <laughs> this is like you know no no dude somebody beat you up uh is you know and and that of course veers you away from rugby it's like well that's something that you know where you get you know throttled um but uh, the class that stands out the lesson that stands out was uh you know we're assigned to read hiroshima and as somebody already with problems, this, you know, this would have been a great opportunity to um, address, like to say, to have a discussion. But instead, it turned it into this really weird thing. And, you know, we're not, um, we're not talked down from this, this horror, right? We're just sort of, it just sort of settles on us, this kind of dust, the, the, the radiation, um, the fallout, right just settles on us and and we leave and we go home and you know it, it, there's nothing uh perhaps the intention was you know i'm going to make human beings out of this but i walked away with i i walked away feeling you know really bad and and then the response says oh well you, rightly so you know you uh <laughs> it's your fault kid um so I sort of, I sort of carry that to this point, and you know, you know, perhaps that influence has, has encouraged my uh, my current path or the path. The um, the education and and two uh, shortly after that uh, things got worse, and and finally I I was I didn't drop out. I was invited to drop out. I was uh, my my parents. When things got really bad, my parents said, you know, okay, go out, you know, if you, if you don't want to go back to school, you don't have to go back to school. Because it, it was obvious. It was obvious at that point. Uh, so, uh, and two, the education that ought to have happened. Like, say, I, I, I look at both of my parents and I think of their their education. And it... it it has this planning to it that there's this um, order and structure. You will do these things and you will fit um, into our, you know, our culture. Or, you know, and this, uh, as, as one acquaintance has said, the monoculture, right? Because we, up, up in Canada, we say, oh, we're multicultural, or that's what we're supposed to say. And, and then behind the scenes, we have these, conversations um, and challenges about about the culture the education supports the culture and it is definitely driven as I look over at, at uh, this uh, my portrait of the Queen um, which say like if you see me by the Queen you know you, that the I I think it's interesting because, say, someone will immediately go for, oh, you know, Moss likes the Queen. And two, I, that was part of growing up was, you know, like the Queen. You know, this is, this is a, a figurehead, right? You know, this is the representative. And that's part of the education as well. Uh, even though as time goes on, it, it, that sort of gets into the background, it's always there. Um, this you know cultural imprint. Oh, you're Canadian, so blah blah blah. Right. The education that could have been, like, say, I dropped out, and I believe it was, see, the grade nine or grade ten, and so it, it would have gone on to eleven and twelve. And there would have been a graduation, and um, I did not experience those things. It almost felt like, say, I was the person that didn't go to the prom. I don't even know if there was a prom. Um, occasionally, and not recently, but in, you say, the last... <laughs> Anyways, you know, after I had dropped out, occasionally I would run into these people, and there would be this contrast of experience. Uh, but also I was, I was gaining this insight that they would not necessarily have. 
And um, I think I think that was problematic as well from the beginning was that it was never going to work, right? And say that in order to make it work, that they would have had to have been, um, it, it wasn't just enough knowing the language, basically. And yeah, so into, you know, kids pick up on that, not right away. Uh, things were fine uh, up until, right, you know, say racism, etc., starts to set in. And, and of course, gender differences, right? You say, oh my gosh, what's happening to, you know, me? <laughs> Who am I? Uh, yeah. So I, I went back to school eventually. That took, let's see, uh, that took at least 15 years. At least, yeah, it was about 15 years. And... I went back for for myself. I, I, I wasn't taking classes. Initially, I wasn't taking classes uh, that I wasn't interested in. I, I went back for creative writing, and uh, that was because my future agent said, suggested it, right? Say, hey, why don't you take some creative writing classes? And that, and that led to an associate degree, uh, and then that led to uh, a bachelor's degree bachelor's of arts and uh and then some other studies and in um screenwriting and yeah so the education and yet the education is incomplete uh and and just this morning i was sitting there on twitter going there's something with this question. Somebody was asking him a question. It's like, what are you grateful for? It was one of these sort of fishing questions. It has, you know, it would be nice if it was focused on writing, but it's not. It's one of these sort of, you know, um, what's your favorite color, right? And, and you know, slightly on the, on the doxing side, right? I would never use this information against you. Uh, okay, so I'm on Twitter. I'm thinking about my education all of a sudden, but it's, it's say, I'm grateful, but I'm not grateful how it was done. I'm grateful for sort of say where I'm at, but not the way, you know, that I've had to reach it. And, and, and I, re I really just sort of sitting there going, you know, that it, what would be cool is if that we're all given the same, um, if, if we all start out with, you know, that, and then, and hear me out, but that we get world languages, that we don't get, like, say that the world language is the language, our mother tongue, and that we learn all languages, and that, you know, say, all children speak all languages, you know, and that, not that it's, that's the tough thing, it's like, you know, it becomes one language, right, and that right away, people are just like, you know, <laughs> tear down the tower, right, <laughs> That, that was a literary, uh, biblical reference. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of the education. Really what it seems like is that we're getting this fragmented education. We're not getting this education of wholeness, of centeredness, of, uh, you know, of, of well, of, I think I said wellness already, but, uh, is there that there is a narrative in that there is a narrative in, in brokenness right that there's this um story you're not in this weird way you're part of something you're part of this broken society broke you know that say we we don't view ourselves as human beings of earth because we are <laughs> and that's the reality of it instead we we're, we're, we view ourselves in by, our, you know, the segmentation, the, um, what is it called? The segregation, that we have this segregated perspective. I, yeah, I, I just had this segue happen where I was, I think I mentioned this before, that I went to, um, I think it was the U, the United States consulate, and I was asking about uh, citizenship, in, in the United States. 
you know, moving to the States, becoming a citizen. And it, 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 it turned weird. It was kind of like the, um, but, uh, the Sunday school Bible for kids class that, that went weird, you know, and weird and gory and gross. And, but the, uh, the person that was behind the desk at the, at the Vancouver consulate for the States has said, there's only one country. I, and I think I caught them on a bad day that they'd lost it. You know, you sit, you know, you're doing, you pro that person was probably not doing much, right? That they'd gone kind of stir crazy. And they kept on talking. They kept on saying that to me. There's only one country. <laughs> and I would ask, well, you know, how, you know, uh, I, I think it had to do with the, say, um, I was re referring to, you know, sort of what, you know, the Canadian, you know, would I still be Canadian? You know, is that possible? I just remember sort of being confused because I kept on talking about one country, one country, which is great. There's a sense of oneness, but also, you know, it wasn't, wasn't really the question I was asking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One of, one of the things about my education is I'll have ESL experiences and to, as a writer and somebody who's um, spent some time doing it and especially the editing part of it say that's, you know, when I see something, I can pick up little flags uh, about the grammar and not necessarily where the person's from, but how they're using the language. Um, there, there, there is, um, there is, there are things, even say in Vancouver, I've been thinking about the dialect, the English dialect in Vancouver and that's, and say one of the things, this is probably normal, but one of the things we do in Vancouver is we speed it up. If, if you're, if you're born here and say you're around the local people enough, you'll speed it up and, um, start cutting, cutting things like, um, there, there's, there's one word I noticed that, uh, uh, it'll it'll come up again, but it, it's just that say we we clip words, we cut words, truncate them, and I'm sure that this is happening all over the place. But but the result is 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 that you might get off the plane and hear people talking and not and go and say, wait a second, I speak English. Why don't I understand these people? Um, and two, we don't do it all the time. We just do it with each other. But that's enough of a confusion, right? You know. Um, and I adore that thought because I had the experience going to England, right? And, and here's me. It's like, well, you know, I watch Doctor Who. I know BBC, you know, and forget about it, right? I get into a, I get into a Cockney cab and, you know, it's over. And, uh, yeah, it, yeah. So that made me feel better when I started thinking about, about that. But that kind of insight, I, I'm interested in, I'm interested in an education for human beings. I'm interested in an education that establishes it right away, that there's not this, we're going to delay it until um, preschool and we're not, we're going to delay it until high school and we're going to delay it to university. I, where I'm standing, it's like, no, 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 right now, hand it over all of it. You know, don't, you know, don't play this game with like putting this monetary value on it, you know, you know, make human beings. Don't make segregated, uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, dividing people up by dividing people up by where they live. You know, instead let's, let's think, <laughs> let's think, let's get, let's get bigger. Let's get, let's get awesome. Um, why? Cause it really does hold us back. And I'm not saying destroy, well, maybe I am the same destroy that that would be good for the, the crisis point of this episode end of act two uh, so this education yeah where are we let's see we're almost at the midpoint so yeah the glorious utopic um, it, you know way of looking at it is that oh this will solve so many problems and you know that you know, starting kids off. The, the thing too is that kids, the, the minds of kids are um, 
really flexible and malleable and that say you can throw a lot at, which just doesn't sound good. How about we could, you can introduce, there we go, um, information uh, to kids and you know, they're just, they're sponges. So they're going to absorb it. So I'm, I'm, my argument is, you know, just imagine a world where we're handing over, it's, it's basically handing all the information over to kids and say that their childhood, and then their teenage years, and and beyond, that they're going to be dealing with all of it. Um, I guess it would be along the lines of, say, you know, hyper, right, where we're talking about, it would be like a hyper education. And, well, yeah, let's just bask in the, in the, in the idea of it, and, and that, it, you know, oh, it would be utopia, it would be beautiful. And, uh, not, you know, we'll save those questions of like, well, why aren't we doing this? And instead look at uh, an educa a human education. And like say, I, I have, I, I started, I think back, I wonder if this is a common problem with, with writers or just people. It's like we think back to our education and was like, well, what would have been, what would it have been like if, we were handed, you know, in, instead of like, you know, these, you know, the building blocks, right, that we were handed all of mathematics, just everything. Um, and two, not, not getting into, well, that's impossible, kids can't do that. But, but instead, it's like, okay, it is possible, right? And, okay, well, what does that curriculum look like? Um, does one need the building blocks? Can we start playing with, uh, you know, what is it, astrophysics? Astrophysics, quantum mechanics. Uh, can we, you know, uh, can we, can't we just introduce it and almost say, like, you know, give them the manual, the life manual and say, bang, here it is. It has everything about science. But say, speaking specifically about mathematics, you know, instead of getting this gradual progression uh, that we get it immediately, we get the whole thing, the, the textbook, that the beginning of the textbook, it's like, it's a textbook you're going to take with you through your life, right? It'll always be on your shelf, you know, and you'll go up and you know, and two kids, kids, not, I don't want to say babies, but, you know, children studying E equals MC squared, right? And actually going, you know, okay, yeah. And, and two, it's not that hard. I mean, it's a really, like, it's a, it's a very simple equation. And, you know, why not introduce it to kids right away and say, you know, here's some cool stuff. This is how it works. I'm just, I'm just going through my mind and going, did we, did that ever happen? Did I ever have like cool teachers that, you know, did that kind of thing? Uh, we're now in, in this interesting time of um, kids doing school at home that, uh, you know, doing Zoom classes or something like that or Skype classes. Can we go for another? I think there was a, I think there was a Google one as well. <laughs> Poor Google. Uh, its days are numbered. Um, it, it's, it's sad, but it's sort of like the eventual, right? It's like, well, you know, everybody's happy. So uh, because it's being slowly, you know, pulled apart. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. And, and what do you think? Do you think that say that the internet as we know it is going to sort of like merge and all of these different say, you know, say social media is going to merge into one thing and that we're going to have one search engine and, um, and, and really we do, uh, but say that, you know, these big companies get pulled apart and is it going to be that governing bodies step in or is it already that way? I'm just thinking of the great wall of China and that we have, you know, say, a country has the search engine and that they control the information. Okay, let's stay away from that.
uh, talking about all, right? Um, a, a great lesson I had was going to Korea and the shock, the culture shock, but also the, uh, not intelligence, but just say, realizing that the knowledge that I got, that I had of the world was very biased, was totally biased. And it was uh, centric, ethnocentric. Um, it was Eurocentric, it was uh, British-centric, English-centric. And on one hand, sort of look at it and go, well, of course, of course it's that way. But then on the, on the other hand, like I find myself somewhere and feeling shortchanged or stupid. And the, the counter argument, well, you can go to university and you can study up on a different history and say, well, no, I want all history, you know, now. <laughs> I want to know everything <laughs> before my mind starts to get, you know, solidify and calcify and I, that I'm not uh, putting, you know, putting things together anymore. <clears throat> you know, set in my ways, get off my lawn, you um, so-and-so. Okay, uh, right. So we are past the midpoint. Yes, we're just passing the midpoint and everything is starting to fall apart. Um, so the false success. Like, oh yeah, this is great. It's gonna fix everything. We're all gonna be peaceful and you know nice and everything. Um, and per perhaps say the argument against I, I I did have I have these sort of it's more discussions. We're not arguing, but I what was it? Talk, we're talking about tea and say you know diversity. T right and uh, versus unity. So we're talking about tea, tea plants, and I said something along the lines of. At some point, I said something along the lines of, um, "Well, you know, black tea, green tea, it's from the same plant, right? And so it's 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 all the same thing." And to this was connected with uh, religion, with uh, uh, belief systems. And I'm just thinking about belief systems. That's such a great way to describe it, because belief, you know, how, you know, your worldview, cosmology, you know, how you, how you see things. Um, and one of my uh, childhood friends is is the skeptic of the group, and and he's uh, he's you know very you know nuts and bolts realistic, and. I, I adore him and uh, at the same time I, I, I love my friends who are you know very new agey you know pseudoscience as boss how could you right you you know and uh, I, I I like seeing what is it yeah I guess that's it I like seeing I like I like going oh you know I that I can unplug and then plug into something else. I don't necessarily believe it, but I'm interested in in what these other people are. The, the fact that they believe something different, that there's more than one way <clears throat> to believe. Um, and yet I return to my skeptic friend and and go, you know, yeah, you know, we're talking, you know, we're in the land of realism. And and, and yet how different is that? And, and there's a wonderful conversation that is always going on with with him uh, when we when we can find time. Uh, yeah, so you know who you are. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. 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 It's almost like we throw these like love darts out, right? You know, just sort of like you know from <laughs> through the ether. You know, it's like you know, I love you, man. And uh, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, so this, uh, so this education that's falling apart, what is wrong with it? What is wrong with it? Well, number one, who defines the, the education? Um, state education is state education and you end up with a bias. Even if you don't think it's a bias, it's a bias. The, um, education I'm proposing, uh, for, for human being, a human being education 
that you get free of charge and, you know, free of charge, last your lifetime, you know, and yeah, totally there's instructors, but those instructors are paid by, I don't know, the United Nations or just that there's somebody out there that, you know, sort of like say all of the universities are working together, right? Are that they're not, there's not this division. And then, and then too, as I saying that, I'm going, you know, yeah, but think about all of those, you know, professors, right, who are doing projects together. Uh, and, and too, even from dictatorships, right, like China, Russia, you know, there, there's these, right, this cross-pollinization that's going on, uh, even though it's, you know, here's enemies, right, that we're working together, and, you know, and, and then probably being pressured by their governments, right, you know, get some dirt, get some dirt on that professor, um, you know, let's, can we sway them? Can we, you know, can we get them to join us? So, but even that example uh, says it, that, you know, you can be as above it, as above all that as you want, but ultimately, you know, the state has, has this leash, has this control over, over your education. Uh, and, and by which I mean, especially in the, in the dictatorship sense, and to even in our own situation, quote unquote, in the West, that, that, that say we are, it's not like we have absolute freedom. You know, everybody can lose their job at a moment's lotus. Oh, wow. A moment's lotus. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to title this one, A Moment's Lotus, this episode I'm having. Okay, so here we got our big, beautiful, you know, curriculum. It has everything. It has all world history. It has all science and math. You know, and kids, you know, brain size is just like doubling and all of that brain space that they're not using. It's just, you know, at maximum capacity and uh, parents are freaking out because their children are geniuses. And, ah, oh, this is amazing. And, um, you know, children are speaking in this, in this amazing, what is it called? Uh, like a mix of languages, not a pigeon, it might be a pigeon. Not a bird, but, you know, but it would be great if, uh, if somewhere, some fantasy story that pigeons speak in pigeon, P-I-D-G-I-N, I think. Um, <clears throat> but, but just that there's this, uh, I'm trying to remember the word, it's a C word. <clears throat> it's an area in the United States and it's used to describe a, a mix of languages, but that there's this mix of world languages and that these children speak, and at the same time that they um, are, that their experience eliminates borders pretty much as far as language goes, but it also in the in the way of thinking, that suddenly there are there are these kind of superhumans who uh, don't see the world in the same way, right? They navigate it in this unique fashion. And also, the, but the alienness of them, that they, you know, they're not, in a sense, they're not of our earth, right? That they have a different earth that they belong to. And it, that it's difficult to not see it as a superior one. And right away, I'm going, oh, no, I've created fascist monsters, right? And that they, they have a purpose. They totally think, you know, they... They know that this is the right way to do things, right? Uh, and an unfortunate description, right? You know, the right. It could equally be the left. They, they could go centrist and, and just be absolutely adamant that their ways is um, the best way. So they're doing all kinds of things and they're, you know, um, it, it, it wouldn't be surprising to see this their own segregation from old earth right that you know that their new earth is is something that uh it's even to me it's like beautiful uh it's a, it's attractive it it's almost the you know this peaceful in in my sense it's sort of looking at it but at the same time that they would view us with this um alienness and disdain 
you know, of course not immediately, but give it a few generations, and then they're going to go, what the heck are we, <laughs> why, why are we, you know, lumped with these, uh, and for example, boomers, right, that uh, the baby boomer generation of, let's say, the 1950s, 1940s, um, that, you know, that were in the 60s, uh, even if they weren't part of the 60s, that's sort of an in-joke. And um, what is it? If you if you don't remember the 60s, let's see, how does that go again? It was a Robin Williams sort of one-liner. If you weren't in this, if you don't remember being in the 60s, you were probably there. Something like that, right? Um, okay. So so that would that's our crisis. It it would be the end of the way we are doing things now. Right. It would be this transformation. It would be this huge step um, for the species. But at the same time, you know, here would be this group of people. You know, they know. They know how to. Um, they see the problems. Right. They 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 have this outside perspective, or you could even say inside perspective. Um, and and they're not alone. It's not just one person <laughs> listening to a podcast. <laughs> That, uh, you know, instead, you know, they're unified in purpose, right? And uh, so on one hand, you know, this is great. This is amazing. But on another hand, it's a totally different species in a sense, like that they've branched off and that they have, um, they have a perspective uh, that is alien. I think it's perspective, perspe perception. They, yeah. And, you know, there is so much better that they have with each other uh, than, you know, and even with myself, I, I can feel their eyes on me and just sort of, you know, wh what that would be like, you know, and, you know, thank you. Thank you, Moss, for creating us, but we no longer need you, right? You're just so beneath us. What, what does that relationship turn into? And two, this this would be the, like the absolute nightmare for for boomers. Do or say even my I think I'm the X generation, um, I think because they say you know children of the boomers, um, and and you know, do they owe right? I think that they would be compassionate overlords. In in the sense that that would that's the best way to do it, right? That's the best way, um, sort of you know take care of you know the, the, the you know those uh, ex gens puttering you know puttering around in their dotage, right? You know and saying you know I I remember when punk rock you know uh, what is it when when yeah <laughs> um, yeah. Punk rock, punk rock, new wave, uh, and all of this, all of the so the social stuff, uh, including all of all of the the garbage, all of the segregation, um, and th that we've that we've been given, right? That the boomers have given us, and then that we have passed on. Is it is it the Y generation? I think is after X generation Y. So yeah, um, and 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 unfortunately, I am for, I am for this, um, for this for the generation that has that curriculum that is a you know that is, because they're going to survive, right? It's not us. It's it's that generation that you know that that the doors are wide open and, you know that they're starting off with everything. Right, that you know, it's there's no limitations. There's no um, what is it called? Not a muzzle, but you know, a horse, the bridle. There's no bridle, you know. There's no um, yeah. And two, in that they are to be feared by um, structure systems that uh, exist to keep those controls in place. Um, we, you and I. Everyone else lives in uh, the power system, and 
an inequality of power, right? We, we don't live in um, equality. And, and two, we live in this illusion of, and uh, yeah, of course, if you, if you play your cards right, you can climb up the ladder and at some point you will, you know, you, you will merge with our corporate overlords and so on and so forth, the oligarchs and so on. Uh, uh, but, you know, that the, the generation that is given, I think, too, that's the way to go uh, in this last hundred years. Uh, because, yeah, because the way it's going, we are not going to survive, you and I. Uh, in the sense of species, um, our species is not going to survive. And here's the opportunity to open it up. And, and now it's sort of moving into the, um, yeah, we're moving out of, out of the crisis and into the, into the climax. It's obvious. It's obvious that we are unable to, like we want to, we know what's going on, um, but we're just unable to um, save ourselves from mass extinction. You know, yes, here we are, I am, right? Maybe you are totally contrary to what I'm, you know, what I'm, what I see, what, you know, from, from what science I know, you know, and just sort of like going, it's like, you know, this is really weird. We're not stopping doing this harmful stuff to ourselves. You know, it's like, and this is exponential. This is going to happen really fast. Uh, so um, why, why uh, do I have to build a carbon scrubber, right? Do I have to be the guy? You know, it's like, hey, I got to get one of those carbon scrubbers. I saw a moss over there, you know, the, the Whelan household. Right? It's like the Smiths. I got to get one of those, you know. So I will be, I will be that guy. You're sucking uh, CO2 out of the sky. Uh, the Because we're in the third act, and it's the synthesis, right? We're, we're looking for a way to um, succeed by, by using the antagonists. Um, what is it? Antithesis, yeah, against us. The, the counter-argument. But we want to we want to use the antithesis, bring it together with a, with the protagonist's thesis, and to um, to win. And so, and so, what is that in in, in looking at this education? Uh, num well, number one, I guess that I guess the thing too is that, say for myself. I would hope to be taken care of in the same sense as, as my elders, right? Or uh, when I see old people, senior citizens, offering them a seat, right? You know, do you want a seat? Because that happens. You know, you find yourself somewhere and you have a seat and there's no seats available. Would you like to sit down? Uh, and sometimes, sometimes they don't. Sometimes this is their exercise, which sounds unusual, but um, yeah. So I guess it, I guess it's then it's the fear of the loss of control, right? That we, we live in these, you know, in systems of inequality, these power systems of inequality, and we don't want to look at that. We don't want to view it as, um, yeah. And so it's treading carefully because I want to be, I want to be um, specific, and I want to, I want to address the um, the fears, and and understand, which is odd because I don't know about you, but I I get, I understand why we are not stopping mass extinction. It's, and two, it's great to see a, a new generation of 
environmentalists or just even environmentally conscious um, people. It, it, it really is, say, the death knell. It, one of the descriptions from um, structure, from, uh, for say, narrative structure, story structure, is the death and the rebirth. Yeah, it would be story structure because it's the internal conflict. So, yeah, and it's, it's this inner death that happens and this transformation. <clears throat> Uh, what what I'm seeing is is sort of like a slow response. We're already in, we're already in the incremental as far as say the environment we live in. It's already happening, and the res our, the response has to be as swift. I like the fact that it's going from he's talking about education and <clears throat> this super curriculum to uh, how can that help and that it's a merging of it's a merging of the two that's a synthesis that it is with the children and then yet at the same time it is with this old way of doing things that say they came from <clears throat> just in the same sense as say we came from something and that we are attempting in our own ways to uh, have better lives for family, friends, community, etc. And such an odd, odd shift too to be to be looking at the species in a in this finite sense, and to immediately finite sense. Um, so, I, I guess it's a, yeah, it's 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 the handing over. It's, it's already happening. There, there's this handing over, right? That they're the old guard or stepping aside and handing it over. Um, but there also is this choice of who it's being handed over to. In, in the decimation of, of our current education system that I'm suggesting, uh, that, that all of a sudden we do have this strange equality that say in giving children everything, right? That they have complete access to uh, all information in, in the sense of all knowledge, in the sense of um, like, for example, mathematics, you know, that you can get E equals MC squared. I, I can remember discussions with children right you know this is albert einstein uh you know say watching this happening right or um friends friends of the family this community and and that um the kids were being exposed to picasso and this is sort of pre um you know pre picasso is evil right picasso is this uh horrific uh, pervert, um, et cetera, et cetera, you know, narcissist, you know, soul destroyer. <clears throat> and, uh, instead it's just this art, right? And of course though, all of his, you know, if you start looking at it through that lens, it's just like, oh God, <laughs> Picasso is just, you know, he's, he's like the embodiment of, uh, you know, um, <laughs> of everything that's wrong. <laughs> You know, and that is, oh, yes, but it's very beautiful and interesting. No, no, it's not. Um, I think, I think too, he knew that when he was doing Guernica. It's like, you know, just re reflect all of this, um, this hor horror. But I, I, I would see, I'd see children being exposed to this and this glorification of art. And, and then at the same time, you know, going, um, <clears throat> let's see. And yet... That, that that is just exposure. It's not, say, education. Like, say, where you're sitting down and going, okay, kids, we're going to have our art class. And, you know, like, say, the art class I got was drawing and painting. We didn't study anything about, uh, and to, right, you know, there's different experiences. Um, 
it was probably art history was lumped into history, right? You know, and now we're going to learn about European artists, you know, and say nothing about Korean artists. And uh, that is such a trip. Like, if you can imagine the education you have is a percentage. It's like if you think of all of the cultures around the world, right? There is a uh, an education for each of those let's say countries, countries, cultures, um, until you want to go into religious faiths and then, you know, um, ethnicities and, you know, whatever the splinters are. So, and this is my experience with going to Asia is that like, just, just to say to you, you have a percentage, like you, your experience in the education, maybe you had the experience I have, um, and I'm still struggling with it. I'm going, no, no, you know, Korean, it can't be as old and rich and, you know, it, there can't be this alternate reality, but there is. And uh, that is, you know, it's a challenge, you know, sort of growing out of this uh, Eurocentric. And so it's moving towards, yeah, it's moving towards this um, global centric, earth centric, whatever. Human centric would be nice. Um, education and uh, yeah argument to do it um, the argument to do it is it's over it's over so why not it's happening now as well like say if you look at what's happening with zoom classes and um, you look at what's happening like say with the potential of the internet um, even with all the safeguards, uh, yeah, you know, kids have this access. But the question is, is it is it just uh, exposure or is it education? And yeah. Uh, okay, so how are we doing? We should be... Oh yeah, we've got a couple more minutes. Famous last words about education. To put it in one's own hands rather than waiting for later um you know what is the why be afraid of giving children the education that they you know that they're interested in there is there isn't let's see say what what would it look like if you know kids were to design their own curriculum right you know would they automatically go for things that were easy and interesting and fun? Um, or would there be this split of, you know, that some people would just gravitate towards mathematics for one reason or, not, or another, like say that their, their parents or guardians or, you know, whoever is personified um, in, in the sense that say, you know, who you look up to and, um, I'm just thinking of people who, you know, they have idols. Um, what was one? It was, it was a woman. I, I just remembered the other day that say somebody looked up to a woman and it had something to do with science and, oh, oh yeah. It was the, um, it was like say Jane Goodall and it was the, it were th it was the three women who went and studied uh, apes. They went and lived lived with yeah lived with apes gorillas chimpanzees and one other group actually that's a documentary i have to get back to because uh, I, I didn't watch that third part because i because life um how are we doing oh it's still still ticking away here okay uh we're in the denouement but i still want to tackle the, the the Christ no the the climax and just that okay well what what is it that the antagonist um, is is using is has that can be handed over to our protagonist uh, Sesmois, who is who's arguing for uh, you know hey you know let's stick around and you know let's 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 garden in, instead of uh, you know just you know destroying it. Uh, it the thing we are doing and so yeah so what it is that the antagonist is arguing for 
is fragmentation, is um, segregation, is um, that that say it it is required that say civilization requires um, dominion and uh, that we have to have these divisions between each other in order for reality slash civilization to exist. So it's about the climax is in this topic is about um, taking that notion and using it against the current system. So that say the, this super education, uh, yeah, super students uh, that in, in getting everything right that that there is an agreement, but at the same time, it, it sort of like say, just ending with this thought of, oh, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Star Trek, Khan, you know, but it was that sort of notion of, of creating uh, a super race, right? And that they would become, uh, you know, uh, uh, fascists, right? That, that, uh, that that's where that would go. And that... Uh, that the in that is the fear of of it's yeah it's the fear of a mind that's used to that kind of system so it, it's a it's about creating a parallel system it's about creating a system that encompasses and i'll leave you dangling with that it's like what is the climax okay take care